0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Let's go to Matthew chapter 21. I will use this as one of the launching scriptures or one of the foundation scriptures because Jesus makes a statement here that I think would help us to kind of zero in on some things because sometimes you'll find out that you don't believe that you believe what you say you believe. How many of you believe the Bible? Well, you know, most people, if you've conducted a poll, yes, we believe the Bible. Okay, let me read you something that Jesus said in Matthew 21, verse 22. Well, let's back up to verse 20. And when the disciples saw it, the fig tree that had withered, they marveled and saying, How soon is the fig tree withered away? Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If you have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done unto the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Now verse 22, if you think about that for a little bit, you wonder how in the world could that be true? All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. But Jesus said it was true. I don't know about you, but I'm just going to believe what Jesus said. All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer. Believing, you shall receive. Well, he didn't say all things that you ask, you'll receive. He didn't say all things that you speak will come to pass. Even Mark eleven twenty three tells us that we have to believe and doubt not in the heart and believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. Well, there's too many people today that don't believe what they're saying will come to pass. You know, you listen to some people talk for a little bit, and they better not be believing what they say will come to pass. They talk all kinds of things. Tickle me to death, laughed, I thought I'd die. Dying to go, going to die if I don't. You better not be releasing faith in that. Well, we know they don't die just because they said that. You're not going to die just because you said it tickled me to death. But yet, listen to what Jesus said. Back up to verse 21. There's something here I want you to see. Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, if you have faith and doubt not. Now why would Jesus say, if you have faith and doubt not? It looks to me like, you know, I thought for years if you had faith you couldn't doubt. But Jesus said, if you have faith and doubt not. So evidently it's possible for you to have faith and still doubt. So I think there's some things about that that we haven't seen. You can have faith in your heart and doubt in your head. Your faith will still work. But you can't have faith in your head and doubt in your heart. Get it to work for you. But Jesus said, if you have faith and you doubt not. Now, of course, this is the same scripture. Just a different writer from Mark eleven twenty three, 23, recording the same incident. States it just a little different. So we know that he means, if you doubt not in your heart. So it's possible for an individual to have faith, all right, but yet have doubt. I think Peter proved that. Well, was the 14th chapter of Matthew where Jesus appeared on the scene in the storm. And here you see the storm was on and they were about to get discouraged and they're probably praying for Jesus to come and all of a sudden they see Jesus come walking on the water. Did you ever see your prayers being answered and it scare you? (laughs) They cried out for fear. He said, It is I, be not afraid. And Peter said, Lord, if it's really you, bid me to come to you on the water. And Jesus just said, Come. An impetuous Peter, he bailed out of the boat. Well, he did walk on the water, didn't he? But we can learn something from that. Don't go whole hog when you're half ready. (laughs) You see, Peter wasn't ready for walking on the water. And I asked the Lord about that one time. I said, Lord, I want to ask you something. Why did you call Peter out of the boat when he wasn't ready for water walking faith? He said, I didn't do it. Well, I said, I know you did. I read it where you said, come. He said, would you turn and read it? So I turned to the scripture and I read it. I said, see there, you said, come. He said, read the rest of it. Peter said, Lord, if it be you, bid me come. He said, what was I going to say? No, it's not me, Peter. (laughs) He said, I'd been lying if I'd said that. He said, I didn't call Peter out of the boat. He said, Peter called himself out of the boat. Did you ever paint yourself in a corner like that? Now, Lord, if you want me to do this, why let this happen? And it was God's will for you to do that, but it wasn't God's will for this to happen. See, you paint yourself in a corner sometimes. Now, Peter was not ready for water walking faith because he had not learned to believe without doubt. Now, he bailed out of the boat, and here he goes walking to Jesus. He's walking all right, isn't he? I don't know of anybody else that's even done that. Oh, well, I did last winter, you know. I walked on the water. It was hard water, though. (laughs) But Peter did walk on the water. But what happened, the Bible says, He saw the wind so boisterous and the waves, and fearing he began to sink. Now notice something, here's a man that has enough faith, there was enough spiritual power of faith in that one word, come, to cause Peter to be able to walk on the water. See, the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing the word of God. Faith in God and His word comes by hearing the word of God. There was enough spiritual power in that one word that Peter could walk on the water. But he had not learned to believe and doubt not. He believed as long as he had Jesus in the center and going to him in the center of his thinking. And that was his total desire. That was all that he was believing. But as soon as he saw the wind and the waves, the Bible says fearing, he began to sink. Now this will prove to you that faith does not leave you all at once. The Bible says, fearing he began to sink. Did you ever see anyone step off in the swimming pool and you said, look at him. He is beginning to sink. He is now up to his knees. Now he's up to his waist. He is beginning to sink. No, you step in the pool and you go chug. You're gone. Man. I mean, you sink. So this proves to you that he did not lose all of his faith at once. It left by degrees, to the degree which he observed lying vanity. Something that had nothing at all to do with what he is doing caused him to sink. What did the waves have to do with walking on the water? Not a thing in the world. Not one single thing. You mean to tell me if the wind's not blowing you can walk on the swimming pool? No, it had nothing at all to do with it. Do you mean to tell me if there's no waves on the pool, you can walk on it? Or if there's no waves on the river, you can walk on it? No. See, it had nothing at all to do with what Peter was doing. But yet it caused him to fail in what he was doing. Because he had not learned to have faith and doubt not. When he began to observe, I call it lying vanity because of what the book of Jonah says. Jonah said, They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Well, you see, it's true. When we begin to observe things that are contrary to what we're doing and what we're believing, then we forsake our own mercy. Now, what Peter did was a faith act, all right, but yet he was not ready for that, because he had not learned to walk in total faith and not observe and give way to the circumstances of life. We need to learn to do that because I'll tell you quite frankly, there's going to be contrary winds blowing any time you get ready to believe God. And you don't just wake up some morning wanting to believe God. You have to make a decision to believe God and make a decision to hold fast to your faith and not waver. Well, thank God Peter did walk on the water, didn't he? See, we're talking about how to believe God, how to activate that faith within you and not doubt concerning the matter. Now, Jesus said this in Mark eleven twenty three. 23. It records it a little different than Matthew does. He said, Whosoever shall say to the mountain, Be removed, be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, then he shall have whatsoever he saith. And then it goes on to say, Therefore what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Now see, Matthew, the 21st chapter, and the 22nd verse said all things. Whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Can you say amen? Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week on the broadcast, we're offering CD offer number 7233. That's CD offer number 7233, Cure for Doubt and Unbelief. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. It's offer number 7233, Cure for Doubt and Unbelief. In Matthew, the 21st chapter, verse 21, Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, if you had faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if you shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. Now notice he said, If you have faith and doubt not. Now how could you have faith and still doubt? Evidently you can, or Jesus wouldn't have said it that way. Well, in Mark's gospel, the first chapter, we have a classic example of this the leper came to Jesus said Lord if thou wilt thou canst make me clean he knew Jesus could he had great faith that he could he just did not know whether he would or not some of you in the same situation you don't know whether God will or not will he do this and Jesus moved with compassion put forth his hand and touched the man and no power flowed he's just as crippled as he ever was until Jesus said I will be thou clean Mark records it this way. As soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him. Now there's a truth there that you need to get a hold of, because if you have faith and you doubt in your heart, then it's not going to come to pass. You could have great faith that God could, but not have any faith that God would at this time. That's offer number 7233, it's called Cure for Doubt and Unbelief. The Word of God is the cure for doubt and unbelief. Jesus proved that when He said, I will, be thou clean. He answered the man's question and the man got healed immediately. That's offer number 7233, Cure for Doubt and Unbelief. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046.